What's up, guys? Welcome back to Coaches Don't Play. Today we have Girk back on the podcast. What up? You need a better like intro, man. Like I'm just like yeah, I'm here. You need to be like yo, what's up? Like yo, what up? <laughs> like I'm here. Like you guys fucking are gonna hear it. <laughs> you guys are gonna fucking hear it. Chinese Indian Grill, Canada's first fast, casual Indian restaurant. They're always supporting the podcast. We're always supporting them. They're differently Indian, and so are we. They're the Chipotle of Indian food. Fast, fresh, and healthy. They got something for everyone. Meat, veggie, vegan, and gluten-free options. You walk in, build your own baroti or your bowls. Choose your protein, topping, sauces, and chutneys. Check out their location in South Surrey at Grandview Central and make sure you mention the podcast because if you do, they're going to give you a discount. Make sure you follow them on Instagram as well at Chutney's Indian Grill. They have a new location opening up in Abbotsford in early 2022. Chutney's is growing and they're franchising now. They have two new locations also opening up this coming year in Langley and Kelowna. Chutney's for everybody, baby. So make sure you guys check them out and visit www.eatchutneys.com to learn more and find out how you can become a part of the Chutneys team. Alrighty, uh, what are we going to talk about today? I didn't remember something. So Karen was in like uh, BC over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this past weekend. Yeah. And then, so she's in BC. She's there for one day for her like friends, like uh, wedding reception, whatever. Yeah, yeah. She, whatever, she flies out there and then one of Karen's like relatives there in BC is like picking them up and they're staying at a hotel. Yeah. Because there's three of them went. Yeah. And so buddy like picks them up, whatever, drops them off or whatever, right? And then Karen's mom calls her and she's like, yo, because Karen's like, she has family here from India. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yo, they really like like BC fruit, right? Like fresh fruit from BC. Okay. And then so she's like, can you grab some? And Karen's like, dude, I don't even have a car whip or anything. Karen's mom said grab B- BC fruit. Yeah, like fruit from BC, like berries and fucking cherries and shit oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, And uh, The farms and shit? Yeah, yeah, from the farms. And like the fresh shit. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Karen's like, dude, I don't even have a whip or anything. And then her, so her mom's like, okay, cool. She's like, I'll just call the relative that picked her up. Told that guy. And then on the way to the airport, this guy comes, gives Karen like this big like superstore bag full of like fucking cherries berries, cherries fucking all this shit raspberries right and Karen, <laughs> yeah like and then karen's like yo it's like it's ma- like filled i saw this bag right mm. these guys go and then as they get as they like get through like the security or checkpoint karen had to like check in her like uh suitcase or something just so she can carry this on as the check-in okay. just so she can carry the cherries yeah but it's like a bunch of different shit like okay. it's like a, i'm telling you it's like a superstore grocery bag full of like fucking berries, cherries, fucking whatever you want to yeah. blueberries. And, and then whatever, she's going through the security thing. And then she, they're like, let's see. She opens it up. They look at it. This guy that got these veg, like shit, shit for them. This guy just went to Superstore and bought Superstore Beria and just put him in a Superstore bag and gave it to him. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even fresh food. We could have just got it here. <laughs> I swear to God, man. Yeah, I was like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the best part is, uh, then afterwards, Kira's like, she, she's like, should I even tell my mom, like, no, fucking now? <laughs> so they don't even know. <laughs> Unless she told them recently, but for the last conversation we had, we weren't telling them. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Ja, man. <laughs> like, what the fuck, right? <laughs> and the best is Karen's like, this shit's just leaking everywhere because some of the berries got squished. <laughs> oh, my God. That was the fucking funniest shit ever. So jokes like, on. The BC fruit, like, you get from the actual farms, like, the stands yeah, on the side of the road and shit. That's what they wanted. This guy just went to Superstore. He's like, Charlie, here you go. <laughs> They're from BC. <laughs> So, yeah, these are from fucking Peru. <laughs> Holy fuck, man. I was like, oh, this is absolutely fucking hilarious. Oh of course, only you guys would be doing something. <laughs> I was just sitting there. I was like, I'm not even surprised. It doesn't even surprise me anymore. Lost it. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> that guy's probably like fucking in a rush himself. He's like, fuck, man. You got fucking no time to go to some fucking farmer's market, man. <laughs> I drive these chicks from Surrey to the Abbey Airport fucking hour away. Fucking <laughs> superstore job. Yeah, I just grab these fucking superstore branded ones. And they're just still in the same like superstore like branded like containers and shit. <laughs> Did you try to hide it? No. Oh my god. I'm trying. If, it, if honestly if I was him, I would have bought like a bunch of Ziploc bags and just dump those in the Ziploc yeah, bag. Yeah, yeah. This guy just took the straight up, like, you know those clear plastic containers yeah, that the berries are always... Yeah, the on it, like, the logos and everything. Yeah, yeah, there, just, like, a couple of those, a couple of fucking cherries. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, what the What fuck did it? Karen do when she <laughs> figured, like... Nothing. <laughs> She's just... I don't even know, man. <laughs> fucking checking in her luggage for fucking Superstore strawberries. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, could have just spent fucking 20 bucks in Calgary. I think this chick spent $45 checking in her bag. <laughs> But she probably already had checked in her bag by the time security. No, not her uh, suitcase, right? Her uh, like her other carry-on because she had a laptop thing. Oh, like her check-in. Yeah, yeah, the laptop thing just in the bottom getting pawned. <laughs> She's just holding some fucking twenty-dollar berries in her fucking hand. <laughs> a fucking like six, seven hundred-dollar laptop at the bottom. Well, put on torta chair. As long as this guy's getting a superstore fucking raspberries. People always like bring like those like cherries like bc cherries and shit like that here i don't really notice a difference to be honest i don't even like it yeah I, I, to me it doesn't one time like yeah mom gave me like a big ass bag full of cherries i'm like yo i didn't notice a how, difference how are you gonna eat those? all these fucking cherries man like she gave me like a fucking like three pounds of cherries yeah i, like, I know i think i threw a bag out because yeah, I, was I was like, like how many I fucking cherries i think it's just a like a desi like because i think it's because desis are growing it that's why maybe yeah because a bunch of like fucking telon farm and shit like that you know <laughs> telon blueberry farm 100 percent. 100 percent. someone's gonna reach out and be like yo yeah. ours is telon blueberry farm yeah i wonder if there is a telon blueberry farm hold on let me see and we just gave him a free shout out so i want some fucking free blueberries <laughs> no there's not telon blueberry farm there probably is we just don't fucking know that they probably just don't have a social media <laughs> What? Some of these farms have social media. Yeah, they do. But like, what are you posting? Just fucking pictures of your fucking. No, no. There's like one farm in BC. I think it's like Surrey somewhere. Hmm. And they have like a full like you can book like tours and shit. Tours and go there. Yeah. And they like have like ice cream. They have like a little petting zoo there oh, on really? their farm that they make. Yeah. Damn. This they turn the... it into like a whole fucking experience. Like a winery. But for fucking blueberries. But fucking blueberries. Or I don't know what they're making there. But yeah, but you can go there and they have like specialty ice cream that they sell there. That's pretty Petting sick, zoo. Man. And they have like this Instagram like whole setup. Where you can yeah. take a bunch of like IG pictures and shit. Really? Yeah. 
And I think it's like because the people's like kids are like younger, yeah, so they yeah, know yeah. about social media and shit, and they like hyped it up. That's pretty sick, though. Yeah, it's a sick idea. So another another way to make money on the weekend. Yo, like, yo, let's go to fucking Tillon Blueberry Farm on the weekend. The yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Who who says that? Who even like? I would never think to be like, oh, let's go to it's a like fucking. It's like just like a date. It's like, like date a night. blueberry farm. Like date, you know, date night. Well, if, if there's stuff to do there. Then, you know, I'm yeah, sure guess, if we fucking yeah. live there. Yeah, I, like, I guess that's the thing, right? Yeah. If you have, like, petting zoo and shit. Yeah. All these gold air products, this is probably bringing the little yeah. stupid. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna do? You know what? Actually, I, I, I want to tell you about this. I was watching this movie recently. I was like, oh, Greg will be interested in this for sure. Hmm. So remember when, um, so this is like a, it's like a movie based on true events that happened in the States. Okay. Right. So basically during, um, you know, when like Obama was in office, yeah, yeah. right. And he made the affordable care act. Yeah. Right. Basically like for people who couldn't afford like health insurance, right. They could apply for like Obamacare or whatever, like this. I don't know if it was actually yeah. Obamacare or if it was the Affordable Care Act or whatever, right? Yeah, I think it was Obamacare. So, yeah. So, after that happened, after they signed that bill, yeah. basically, the government yeah. was subsidizing health care yeah. for people who couldn't afford it, yeah. right? So, what happened was, so in California, after they signed this bill in, in the state of California, and this movie just talks about this one aspect of it, right? Yeah. So, 2,000 treatment centers opened. Yeah. Um, like treatment centers for like addictions right what ended up happening was like like these private treatment centers they would hire these guys called brokers yeah and these brokers would go out onto the streets yeah and find people and find like people who were addicted and homeless yeah and be like hey like you should come to our treatment center like yeah. we'll treat you you know like you don't want to live this life and this and that and people would be like oh i don't have insurance i don't have money or whatever they're like it's okay you don't need it yeah like you like we'll take care of everything or whatever and they would bring people in like this yeah and and they would sign people on for like 90 day programs mm. and they build the government mm. three hundred thousand dollars per person damn 90 days caked it and it, each facility had an average of 60 beds yeah and that that was 18 million dollars billed every quarter damn every quarter that's crazy so four times a year you're billing that. See, this is the type of shit we need to know about before it happens. <laughs> 72 million billed a year. Crazy, Isn't that crazy? And they would go out and find people. And I bet all who, these companies got, got away with it too. Uh, yeah, they. I didn't know. Well, I only got to half of the movie. Yeah. But yeah, they 100% they got away with it. Because they were, at the end of the day, they were treating people. Yeah. But they were just going out and finding people. And they were on purpose finding people that they knew yeah. would like go back to the streets and back to drugs so then they would have to come back and then they also there was also this part of the movie where they would also pay people hmm. to come yeah they're like if you come to us we'll give you x amount of dollars so they they, they bill like yeah. they bill the government three hundred thousand dollars but they'd maybe pay a thousand dollars to the oh, person that came yeah yeah isn't that crazy and yeah. they turn it into like this million dollar fucking industry multi 72 million dollars a year yeah. per facility that's crazy built to the government isn't that insane it's still happening i don't know if it's still happening i don't think so because they made a fucking full movie about it now so it's like public knowledge foxy Greg's <laughs> fucking thinking of opening a facility <laughs> like that's the type of shit you need to know about man like oh yo the government's doing this and you're like yo you can build there's no cap on what you can build that's fucking insane <laughs> 
I just keep fucking re fucking putting myself to rehab over and over. <laughs> Give me fucking three hundred thousand dollars every ninety days. I don't even want the eighteen million. <laughs> yeah, isn't that insane? It's just people like fucking figuring out a way to just like scam the government. Scam the government or scam. But that's because the government's so fucking stupid, man. They just like fucking oh yeah, we're gonna do this, Obamacare, yay, <laughs> fucking, and then they just give it over to some fool dude who's just like y'all fucking. Uh. There's like there's like no oversight. Yeah. No proper way of doing things. Even this whole fucking syrup thing and all this type of shit. Yeah, like the way like it a, was done yeah it's just like a quick fucking or yo let's just fucking give them money yeah right? that's what it is 100%. just give them, give them money they're rebelling <laughs> they're re- <laughs> i was gonna tell you some um, people are loving the the syrup payments for the sure syrup payments, yeah. some people are, aren't haven't made this much money ever in their lives <laughs> i swear to god man two thousand dollars a month i guarantee you i saw like a tweet that was like um if people are not going back to work because they're getting two thousand dollars a month that's a flaw in our fucking workforce labor force Obviously, like, you know, parents that have fucking, you know, bills and shit to pay, like, people like that, those guys can't. But, like, all these, like, kids and shit, like, think about all the immigrant kids that live at home. (laughs) They're just loving life, man. They used to work, like, two days a week at fucking Dairy Queen, (laughs) making, like, $85 after taxes. Calling everyone out now. You're just calling out all the listeners. No, no, no. I'm just saying. You're just like, you know, when you're, like, a kid, right? Yeah. Like, when you're fucking, you know, you're just a young buck, you're just fucking chill. Working at fucking Dairy Queen, right? <laughs> making your like seriously eighty seventy dollars after taxes. Fa- you never worked fast food, right? No, 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 hell no. Mm-hmm. I was not about the fast food life. What? What's wrong with fucking fast food? Fuck you. I don't know why, man. I was just like, yo, I don't want to be fucking standing behind. Oh, this. you were too embarrassed. Yeah. I, think it was a- I don't know why. I was like, oh man, I don't want to be fucking sitting here working at fucking McDonald's though. <laughs> fuck fuck this. I'm, but in the other end, I'm in the fucking warehouse busting my fucking back. <laughs> now you have permanent back. Yeah, I have like fucking chronic back and fucking issues at fucking thirty one. But back then, though, working at the warehouse job, you're getting paid like 16, 17 bucks an hour. You're fucking balling, yo. Balloon. That was well over minimum wage. Way that over time. minimum wage, man. I know th- I have so much money, I didn't know what the fuck to do with it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. no. When you're that fucking, uh, when you're that young and you get that type of money, you're in like fucking grade 10 and 11 and shit. Yeah, what were you doing lunch with it? Like, what were you doing with it? Lunch is like five hours. You're just fucking going out fucking partying. When you were in fucking junior high or high school, you no, were not no, partying. No, no, high school. What were you doing with your fucking money that you made? Like, just spending on, like, booze. What? Yeah. You spent money on alcohol, that much money on alcohol in high school. Yeah, everyone did, man. Where? Where would you go? You weren't allowed to go to clubs or anything. Yeah, we would. We would go. I remember I used to always sneak out of the house at night and shit. You would go to clubs? Yeah, sometimes. How? You're not 18. Yeah, I know. But you act like every... You just used to slide the guy 20 bucks. He let anyone in. What? Yeah. No. Yeah, are you... You used to go clubbing in high school. Yeah. Nightclubs, like in downtown. Yes, Pam. Everyone did. I went to... I started going clubbing at 18 when you were allowed to go. Yeah. We were always just doing dunger shit all the time, man. What the fuck? I had no idea. I thought you were just fucking driving around Bopity's taxi. No, man. That was only in the fucking evenings. (laughs) The early mornings. Did we end up telling mom that you did that? We did, right? What? That you took Bopity's taxi? No, 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 no. We told the story on the podcast and she listens to it. Did what? Yeah. About the transmission blowing? Yeah. And then how you had to put a pillow in between the two cars and... Oh, God. (laughs) I thought it was still a secret. <laughs> no, definitely not a secret anymore. <laughs> that was the sickest time, man. Yeah. Until I, then, until when I would get busted, which happened like every like fucking like eight months, I would get busted. Yeah. The worst ways possible, too, man. One time I got busted because it was like in the winter, I like snuck out, huh. and then there was fo- footprints in the snow. 
Oh, yeah. wow. What a fucking dumbass. <laughs> but I was like, yo, it's like snowing on my child. The snow, like, it'll cover it for the most part. Yeah. And who's really going to be fucking waking up in the morning, opening the blinds, like, oh, look at these footsteps, right? Uh, bro, did you not fucking know our parents? They were, like, psychotic. I did fucking know after that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Okay, what were we talking about? Oh, you, you know what I wanted to talk about? I don't mm. know. Did you read about the Pandora Papers? The what? The Pandora Papers? No, what are those? You didn't read about the Pandora Papers, Girk? No. What? Are you kidding? Why are you making it sound like there's a fucking crazy fucking thing going on? It is. What? I was hoping that you would know more about it because it's like right up your fucking alley. No. Okay, so... I slowed down on the conspiracy train. You have? Well, this is not... A, well, maybe because this is not a conspiracy. That's oh. probably why <laughs> you don't fucking care about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't care about the shit the media is already talking about. <laughs> It's all fake news. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I only care about the truth. No. Okay. So Pandora Papers huh. are basically this massive leak of like documents yeah. that this group of 600 uh, journalists from over 117 countries have been working on. Yeah. Right. And it basically leaks yeah. all the offshore accounts yeah. of major politicians, yeah. celebrities, all these people. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Um, that was like the Panama leaks. Yeah, so yeah. it's basically the the exact same thing, yeah. but way bigger. Yeah, this document has six point four million files in it. Oh damn! Yeah, who the fuck's got time to go through this shit? Six hundred journalists have yeah. been working on this. I don't know, but like, how are you now gonna fucking show everyone? There's so many fucking papers. There's so many papers, yeah. yeah. But then some people have been like going through it and fi- like finding out like yeah. who's kind of in it, I guess. Yeah. I feel like when these when they do this type of shit, I feel like they're so stupid. Why? What they should do is they should pick like. 10 or 10 people and then target those 10 people hmm. and then once you finish targeting them then do another 10 and yeah. then another 10 and then yeah. another. But when you release like six point something two million people you're like y'all hopefully no one fucking finds my file right you're just six, sitting there it's, i don't know if it's, it's not mi- that many people but it's that many documents yeah but so people who have gone through the documents have found like obvi- like um who are kind of like the main people so there's like the king of jordan mm-hmm. he has a bunch of like property that he bought that's yeah. not on his official books okay and it's all offshore government officials in lebanon government officials in pakistan yeah. russia of well, course every single fucking government's gonna be in there kenya the uk yeah. and even the queen yeah. so the crown yeah has a bunch of um real estate as well that they bought yeah that's not under their official crown or whatever but we always knew the crown was corrupt yeah everything's fucking corrupt but yeah. there's people on here shakira yeah has offshore accounts of in, course in order to do tax evasion it's actually like you know how people are like oh tax the rich tax the rich like this and that right it's mm. like you can't tax them if mm-hmm. you still have all these loopholes yeah where if they're allowed it's but that's why the loopholes exist they're just like yeah don't worry guys we're gonna tax the rich yeah, don't worry here. And then to the rich, like, yo, guys, we have this loophole here. Just fucking do this. <laughs> and these guys are like, sick, fucking, you know? Yeah, and everyone else is like, yeah. Like, if they can, like, if for ultra rich people, it's actually pretty simple for them to not pay taxes. And all they do is they it's just donate their shit. money to, yeah, they turn themselves into a corporation. Then they are they're already paying less now because they're a, quote, business, yeah. right? Then they do charity donations, write off a bunch of their stuff like that yeah then they move their money into offshore accounts and it's gone now yeah you'll never see it you'll never track in they never have to pay it straight up it's 
yeah and, and it is true that people like who who are here that work nine to five jobs yeah. paying more taxes 100 yeah. percent than people who are really rich because these people yeah. can afford to move their money elsewhere yeah that's the thing because yo at the end of the day you're making like fucking you know like you're making 50 60 grand like really what is there to hide you know yeah. <laughs> like you're fucking barely making ends meet you need the fucking money you can't even yeah. afford to hide it so it's like you know there's no like we can't our people in our like you know you have to like it's harder for us to hide it unless yeah. you're making like lots of money like yeah you, the best you can do is try to like save as much taxes as possible but i don't know man yeah it's it's way like and yeah i don't know like exactly what it says in these papers or whatever but yeah they just like call out a bunch of people for like hiding their money and like buying property under different i guarantee you nothing's gonna happen 100 percent, nothing's gonna happen nothing's gonna happen and i don't even like all these like pl- platforms all these like government officials being like we're gonna tax the rich this yeah. and that but, like how are you gonna do that actually yeah how are you actually gonna do that well then the people that you want to tax the ones that are making billions of dollars are the ones that are able to hide their money yeah and even people who are making a million two million like those are not like yeah they're not that fucking rich yeah where you know what i mean like yeah still a lot of money but it's like yeah, this other podcast that i was listening to yeah and the guy was talking about this, right? He's like, yeah, like Bernie Sanders and all these guys talk about taxing the rich and all this type of stuff, right? Yeah. He's like, all you're doing is preventing future wealth. Yeah. Because you're making it harder now yeah. for the guys that don't have anything right now yeah. to make something in the future. But the guys that are already rich and that you're saying that you want to tax, they're still going to be fucking wealthy and moving their money around and all this type of stuff yeah right you're just preventing future wealth but yeah but they do that on purpose though because then if it, fucking for those like us aren't paying taxes then nothing's fucking really working yeah who, who, like yeah then who the fuck is gonna pay for this serve <laughs> <laughs> right fuck <laughs> it's us man we're fucked we're the fucking losers paying for the serb <laughs> right <laughs> yeah you guys are all sitting at home so happy yay collecting serves like buddy once this shit runs out and your ass is back to work, you're just going to be repaying it right back. <laughs> right? There's going to increase how much tax you have to pay. So, yeah. so what you can do, man. What you can do, what you can do, what you can do. Girk's been uh, doing a little bit of a campaigning recently over here. That's it. On man. the campaign trail. I remember so We're funny. slowly making our way into politics. Yeah, Girk. You guys, you guys wanted a change? I'm going <laughs> to fucking bring the change. <laughs> Gergsman, <laughs> so we have um one of our slowly but surely yeah so one of Gerg's friends um has been running for ward five in calgary for city councilor stan sandu and uh yeah he's been all up in there for, with the fucking campaign and the f- funniest thing is the day before <laughs> uh, the week before you started yeah we're doing the campaign stuff with him mm-hmm. you were talking shit on the podcast about every this he gets involved in politics i know and but why then, and now the next week then the week after you fucking fully up in yeah there. then i was like all right jelfer <laughs> if the fans want change, <laughs> the fans want change. <laughs> yeah man <laughs> We we had that fucking uh, part that episode where we were talking about what would I do or how I would, how I would change shit. Oh yeah, there's great. And my airdrops, they're fucking coming, buddy. They're coming. Yeah. <laughs> fucking airdropping everything to everybody. <laughs> you want some fucking mangoes? Boom. Fucking airdrop some fucking ombre to you. Santre. Yeah, you got some fucking santre in your system. Fucking airdrop some fresh BC berry onto you. Overstand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Both for sound, we're fucking airdropping everybody. <laughs> oh my god. No, no, I'm just fucking. Yeah, anyway, so yeah, we just want to um if you're in Ward 5, I just want to say 
you know, the coaches don't play podcasts is officially endorsing Stan Sandu for Ward 5 counselor, city counselor. And actually, I didn't realize. Yeah. Like before, I didn't care about any of this type of stuff like voting and all this mm-hmm. stuff share whatever blah blah but i was talking to steve recently and he was talking about how he's like we should care about this stuff yeah he's like because the so the people who are on s- city council yeah like the one that stan is running for right now yeah they're the ones that determine what happens with our city tax paying dollars yeah so even this like new saddle dome and stuff that's being built yeah it's like the, money gets allocated from like these and different places yeah and yeah. these city councilors yeah decide they vote what happens with the money so it's really fucking important yeah that we like vote for who we like think will make you know a good impact and stan like especially if you live in those communities right like if your community is like a little bit busted up even like mm-hmm. then you want someone that's gonna like actually go in and like help and like for the whole northeast just in general stan's been doing so much for these guys since like day one right he yeah, was the then- policy writer and chief of staff for george and stands so he's been in like around politics he's no he knows like you know he knows city hall he's been there like it's just i think it makes yeah he knows like the ins and outs he knows how things work and and i also find like you know when you have like people who like you don't really know who they are they're a little bit older yeah or whatever but if you have like young people Mm -hmm. that like are with it and you can kind of relate to them yeah it's easier to approach those people ask some questions (laughs) and this type of stuff and i feel like it's really important to like put people in office who are able to like relate to the masses exactly yeah and he's been doing it and i think the biggest thing is he's been working in ward 5 office already since 2017 mm-hmm. so this guy's know he knows what's going on and you know coaches don't play podcasts officially endorse, endorsing stan so make sure you guys go out and vote for stan sandu all right so if you're in the communities of castle ridge cityscape cornerstone falcon ridge martindale saddle ridge skyview ranch teardale and redstone that's ward 5 Make sure you guys go out October, up until October 10th, you can vote. And October 18th is yeah. the last, like the official date to go vote. You can vote at Genesis Center and Holiday Inn, Freeport. Yep. Yeah, don't just listen to your parents, right? When they come home to you. Right? <laughs> no. Yeah, actually put like the votes on the people who yeah. are actually going to make a difference, man. And use the money that you give to the city yeah. and use it properly. And add, You know what I mean? That's why it's really important for these guys guys like stan to be part of like and if he wins i'm gonna take full credit for it yeah I'll take it <laughs> take it yeah this guy's take. been working his ass off on the yeah. streets for months <laughs> you know it's so funny you know when they were doing the the federal elections yeah right and you know what that's another thing i was so confused about what because these guys have like first they threw the federal election in there then they have like the Albert, like Calgary mayor election happening for mayor, yeah. and then they have like the Ward Five councillors like the, fuck the, the that city shit. Counselor, yeah. I bet you this are so fucking confused right now. <laughs> no one has any idea what the fuck is going on. I just figured like out yo, this. if you drive down in the northeast, just, there's just signs. Yo, the freaking Jacksonport Plaza. I was turning the corner on getting onto from Country Hills to Métis, and it's just. 100 signs on the lawns and i'm just like first of all this is not effective marketing because no one knows, can read anything because there's seven thousand signs here yeah. and they're all like the exact same ones like this you meet one's like vote for this guy one's another like car wash and i'm yeah. just like bro nothing is fucking making there's just yeah it's crazy man it's, yeah but that's because there's so many things happening right now so like everyone's just so confused like what's going on man. yeah man we're gonna have a mayor vote i have to talk to shami to figure out who we're voting for for mayor why do you have to talk to shami about it shami's like all up in that she knows all the news and shit oh shami's a one of those political followers eh? yeah so i'm yeah so we're like messaging her during the federal election we're like yo who are you voting for <laughs>
anyways we were watching like the federal election stuff like on tv right and you know like they they're like doing like the updates on the like voting like this person has these many like seats or whatever and they're yeah. and they're showing the faces of like all the candidates right yeah. the one guy fucking popped up on there last name panjold no actually it was an accident no yeah. his last name is actually panjold how did he not win <laughs> <laughs> i would have just voted for him if i knew was he on the ballot i didn't see this guy no no no. he was in montreal i think oh pain chod pain chod <laughs> that guy like look <laughs> p-a-i-n pain and then chod pain chod pain chod i was like, like apparently it's the french last name he only got in there because that was his last name <laughs> right otherwise no one else no one would be voting for him i don't think legitimately <laughs> you know what's so funny sometimes too on tv when they show those commercials <laughs> like the you know justin trudeau said that there will be no election during the pandemic yeah well he lied what else would he lie about right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like whoa fuck chill just fucking taking yeah, shots in. yeah like uh, but like in the weirdest way right I, in the states i bet it's way worse yeah 100 percent. in the but, states they're just straight off fucking like this guy fucking slept with this chick i know you know <laughs> sending out pictures and shit like this, this guy slept with this chick yeah. endorsed by bernie sanders yeah yeah <laughs> but the canadian ones are just so funny man. yeah also fun fact if you're in BC and you listen to Red FM, you might or you may or may not have heard Girk's official real estate ad playing on Red <laughs> FM. <laughs> and it's Fuck. the fucking best ad. Fuck it, man. You have to. You got to get it in there. You have to appeal funny to the thisies and stuff. Okay. So this is Girk's official Red FM ad. And please, if you guys listen to Red FM and catch it <laughs> playing, <laughs> put it on your story and tag us. <laughs> so <laughs> repost it. <laughs> Fuck you, sick as that. Fucking best dad ever. Yeah, secure future leak with rental or investment property. Like, Jave, Ki Hala. Oh, to see the Galeta Cardio, Jimmy backyard or tomato thorn a horn. Rates they care. Ehi Halriata, Apanu rente renapene. Maybe Apa rental property, Alberta Telamange, Karanapati, real estate, they current patina Galagarke. Current patti, real estate and team to Hano, Alberta to rental your investment property, lunch, Puri help Karange, Alberta to rental property, Yakisibi real estate deals like call current patti, four three six six seven nine three nine four. Charso ten chess of start, the runaway runaway. Current patti, real estate, best deal without weight. <laughs> Greg just checks on his thumbs up. Best deal without weight. Sickest thing. Sickest thing. So fucking funny, man. I lost it the first time I heard it. Yeah, it's sick. I thought I thought it was wicked. <laughs> I thought it was wicked. Yeah. I'm surprised I haven't even heard one person yet. Wow. Like yo, yo, I have. I heard Greg's ad, but the, so young people probably don't really listen to Red FM now. Yeah. Who knows? Anyways, yeah. But if you guys are, if you guys catch it, let me know. Yeah, pretty sick. <laughs> Best deal without weight. Yeah, they just added that themselves. I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> they like sent me the transcript, right? Yeah. And I like read it over. I'm like, seems pretty fucking legit to me. <laughs> I was like, and then they're like, hey, we're just going to do like a skit and we'll send you the skit. And that was like the skit that they did. And that was, was like, pretty, if you ask me, pretty high production. Yeah, it was fucking deadly, man. Yeah. I was so impressed. I thought it was just going to be like a whatever thing. Dude, then, the way that I do ads, yeah. pure tutti compared to this. Oh yeah, you're way behind. These guys are fucking <laughs> way ahead of you. You're just sitting here talking. These guys are like in a studio. There's like sound effects happening. <laughs> yeah, man. Fuck you. I'm going to step it up to this. I'm going to do full fucking tomato scripts and shit too. Best <laughs> deal without wit. Yeah. And look, they come up with their own material too. Okay. But my ads are more effective, okay? 
We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll fucking see. <laughs> Who would have thought, hey? What? Would you ever have thought like 10 years ago, 15 years ago that you'd be running ads on Red FM? No, definitely not. <laughs> no, definitely not. I thought I would have fucking retired by now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to be a millionaire by now. <laughs> yeah, off ACB. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even fucking remind me of that bullshit. All right, we're going to hop into the coaches huddle portion of the podcast. This is where we answer your questions and react to your stories. Please don't take anything we say seriously. We're just talking that shit. If you need real professional help, please reach out to a certified professional. And thank you so much. Let's get on with it. Here, we're going to get started on best advice, Novate. <laughs> <laughs> How long did it take you to think of that? <laughs> I swear. The way you said that, I felt like you had it in your head for like a minute. And you're just like, sick. I can't wait to say this. <laughs> 100 percent because i was just like okay ready yeah okay best <laughs> yeah right away i was like okay waiting for the joke yeah bastard wise without wait yeah okay my boyfriend is very social and he has a lot of friends that are girls yeah <laughs> i didn't think much of it until recently he got a snapchat message from a girl mm. he opened it in front of me mm. and it said hey are you not coming to work today? When I asked him who it was, he said it was a girl that works at Tim Hortons, the place close to his work and the place he buys his coffee from. Yeah. When I <laughs> asked him why the Tim Hortons girl has a Snapchat, <laughs> yeah. he said that the Tim Hortons girl and her friend both work there. Her friend is my friend's girlfriend. And we were chilling and just casually added each other on Snap. Then he instantly messaged her saying, no, not coming to work today. I'm with my girlfriend right now. I don't know what this means. Is he warning her what to watch what she says or dot, dot, dot? It's a tricky one. <laughs> Kirk, <every time laughs> any single time there's a guy involved, Kirk's like, oh, I don't know. We're <laughs> trying to support the one day. You have to a little bit. Someone's got to support the one day out here, man. Yeah, man. No one's fucking doing it. <laughs> yeah. You guys are always just going to be punning them. But, yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know. We're always punning the guys. Girl guys are coming here to do a little bit of support now, you know? Yeah, I have to play devil's advocate. <laughs> okay, but, like, what do you what would you say about this? Pretty fucking sketch. Yeah, it's pretty sketch. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty sketch. I don't know. Like, why? Like, what? Why does he have the Tim Hortons girl snap? <laughs> yeah. She makes the sickest of fucking ice cappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> she makes the sickest ice caps. Yo, she makes the best fucking ice caps. Yeah, the whole place, and man. what Tim Hortons chick? Because every Tim Hortons I've been to is just a bunch of auntie. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Where's this guy's fucking Tim Hortons? <laughs> yeah, what fucking Tim Hortons? Yeah. What if the chick is an auntie? For all you know. Yeah, but you know, she wouldn't would because she wouldn't have Snapchat. Who knows? You know, you the auntie on these days are wild. I don't know no, what you man. think, man. Yeah, man. Look at mom's on TikTok and shit. <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't, <laughs> have a tic- do? she doesn't have a TikTok account. She just has like the app. Yeah, but she has like, how does she view videos? Don't you need an account to no, view videos? No, you don't need an account to Oh, you don't? No. Oh, mm-hmm. sure. But whatever. You, but you know what I mean? These All these auntie I know about it, man. The, half these auntie already lost their minds yesterday when the fucking thing went down. <laughs> when, what, the, when WhatsApp went down? Yeah, 100%. Did mom really? call you? No. I guarantee you mom called. She was called in BC. Oh, but I still guarantee you mom called someone. And I was like, oh, child, Donnie. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, this is probably, this is sketch a little bit. And then he says, no, I'm not coming to work today. I'm with my girlfriend right now. Yeah. That's a little bit, you know? But the fact that he opened it in front of you, yeah. I'm thinking maybe it's not anything. Yeah. Because otherwise he wouldn't have even opened it. He would have just like left it unread. Yeah. But unless she saw it and was like, what's that? Yeah. 
if you saw and said what's that then you're like you know then he opened it then obviously snapchat eh? this guy this guy ripped it <laughs> 25 years old on snapchat who this guy is 25 years old that's pretty young isn't it i don't know enough i feel like snapchat's like dead yeah. it's only for like really young people now i think i don't know young people and people are trying to be sketch like this i think it's sketch that he has a tim horton's girl snapchat and then i also think it's sketch that he said i'm with my girlfriend right now the best is just a chick from Tim Hortons. That's like, what are you <laughs> that doing? That's all Greg saying. Yeah. He's <laughs> <It's> like, what? Talia. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't even work at Tim Hortons. He works at like the building and he's just fucking walking there in the plus 15s. <laughs> the plus 15s. <laughs> Only people in Calgary will get that. Yeah. Plus 15s is the best thing ever. I wonder yeah. if people in BC probably don't have that, hey? Yeah, uh, I'm sure they do. I don't they probably just have a different name for it. Oh, all maybe. the buildings connect. All, all of our buildings in downtown connect for the most part for the most part via a walkway yeah and they're called plus 15s and they're just like glass tunnels yeah. that are above ground that just connect so when you're walking through like when you're driving through downtown you can just see people walking between the buildings through these glass tunnels <laughs> you're describing it like some weird futuristic shit. i know but it's actually so ghetto looking <laughs> it's just so ghetto looking it's just like a fucking bridge that connects two buildings and it's just like suspended in the air and people just walk across it and all the buildings connect. All the buildings in downtown connect like that. For the most part. It's pretty fucking smart system it's though. It's so fucking smart. I don't think BC has that. Really? No, I've never seen plus 15s there. Nothing connects the buildings in their downtown? I don't, let me just check. Hold on. No, it's actually, I think it's just a Calgary thing. What? Yeah. Okay. Take a look up when you're walking in downtown Calgary and you'll notice a design feature that's unique to this city. The buildings are linked with enclosed suspended walkways 15 feet above the ground. This all started because of cool winter weather. The 60 suspended bridges connect 100 buildings, creating an 18-kilometer walking route for circulating the core of the city without having to go outside. So, yeah. Joe, for a fuck, we did something good. Might have fucking killed the environment with all this fucking oil, but... <laughs> I'm like a plus 15s, bitch! <laughs> but we ain't walking outside in the cold, motherfuckers. <laughs> that's actually pretty fucking cool we're the only ones that have it. okay anyways yeah this guy's on the plus 15s of fucking tim hortons eh? yeah that's even worse you guys don't even have plus 15s how's this guy getting around <laughs> <He's walking laughs> fucking walking? Wow. this fucking snapchat tim hortons chick we are planning on selling our home my husband decided to hire a quote new real estate agent mm -hmm. previously we have used his friend who has been awesome to my surprise he's now hired a female <laughs> And when I read the paperwork, it was a female I had heard about before. Oh. Before meeting me, he had this girl, he had met this girl online and went on a few dates with her. Oh, God. I know they've been talking, but it really bothers me that she's getting so involved. They meet and chat about our house and his real estate agent doesn't even ask for me. My husband said she won't be charging the full commission and she has lots of contacts. Hence why he went with her. Honestly, my gut is saying something is up. Today, my husband and I had a heated argument over it. And now he's agreed to involve me. But fuck, I don't even want to sign on any dotted line where this bitch represents my house, even if she does it for free. Am I overreacting? The real estate agent lady's in her 40s and is divorced. I'm 34 and my husband is 36. Damn. I don't know, man. You could just be tripping. This guy could just be like you know, fucking when he was like seeing her or like, you know, when they were dating or whatever, yeah. he probably told her like, yo, don't worry when I sell my house, if you become a realtor and she's probably like, yo, I'm a realtor now. And this guy's probably like, you know, trying to play all cool and shit. Like, yeah, I'll focus on my house then, you know? Okay. Let's say this. Let's say that you were the husband in this situation. Would you have hired this real estate agent? 
if I was the husband? Yeah. Like if, uh, I don't know, I guess, oh, like if it was someone that I was like, had dated in the past. Yeah. And Karen was the wife. Karen's your wife. Would you have hired this real estate agent? Probably not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just saying like, it just depends on like what his relationship with his like ex was. Like if, if him and his ex, it was just... It wasn't even an ex. It was probably just a girl that he went on a few dates with. Yeah. And then if they just were like, they were already like mutual friends from before or something. No, they met online. Oh. Well, whatever, man. <laughs> Greg's like trying to save this guy <laughs> so bad. <laughs> or just tell him straight up. Be like, yo, listen, man. Just fucking i don't want to use this bitch like just say it straight up yeah and then if he's still like adamant then maybe you can think something of it but i think if you just be like dude listen but they got into a heated argument literally yeah but don't argue with the guy yeah just go to him and be like yo listen like shit whatever you know you said some shit i said some shit like shit got heated whatever yeah but be like yo at the end of the day like i'm not okay with this i'm not comfortable with this so like can we not use her yeah. and then just see what he says you know what i mean give the guy a chance to be like okay y'all fuck it we'll use my buddy then you know yeah just give him a chance. Don't just go in there fucking guns blazing. Fucking. <laughs> go in there fucking guns blazing. Yeah. Just tell him point blank. Just be like, yo, I don't want you to use her. Be like, I think this is like weird. I feel like some shit's going down. And be like, just fucking don't use her. Yeah, but then and he's then, probably getting offended. Like, what do you think I'm going to fucking do? Fuck it. Be like, I don't give a fuck what you think you're about to do or not. <laughs> be like, just fuck, I don't want to use her. I don't want to use her. Yeah. And then if he, and if he's like, or if there's honestly really nothing, like, I don't know, he might have like a huge ego and be like, no, fuck that. I'm using her. Hmm. But if he doesn't have a huge ego, then he'll be like, all right, fine, fuck, man. Yeah. Like, why? I'm curious as to why he switched. Yeah. Because of the commission thing. The commission? But that's probably not even the real reason why. Like I said, he's probably just like, yo, Dory, I'll fucking hook you up and shit. It's all my house. And then I Yeah, but I, you're going to tr- go over your buddy and hire this random other person yeah, that you went on one day with? The one thing we've learned on this podcast, man, no one has loyalties here. Yeah, that's true, man. No loyalties, man. No loyalties to anyone. This guy's probably like, yeah, sick. I'll look like such a cool guy if I do this. She'll think I'm so cool. <laughs> She'll <laughs> think yeah. I'm so cool. Seriously, that's the type of shit this he gets to think about. He might not be doing anything. Like, yeah. he might not even be doing anything. Like He might just be trying to be cool, you know? Yeah, he might just, just trying to act cool, be cool to her. Who knows? Whatever it is. If you're that uncomfortable with it, I feel like he should be okay with, like... Not using her. Not using her. Yeah. I always say this like let's switch the roles here yeah let's say you met a guy like the the wife met a guy online yeah right went on a couple of dates or whatever has this little bit of a past yeah and now she's married to this new guy yeah then they're they want to sell this their house yeah. she hires that guy yeah how would your husband feel about that he'd probably be like, what the fuck is this guy doing yeah and you and he's and your husband's not involved debating you out of the house too <laughs> get out of here <laughs> <laughs> you gonna fucking use this guy to buy the house fuck you go live in his house yeah hundred percent like roles reversed yeah the guys would be so fucking insecure about that shit they would not be okay with that that's true and especially if the, you're having in cahoots with the real estate agent and your husband's not involved at all yeah like how you are not involved in at cahoots all? <laughs> we don't even know if that's the fucking thing man or whatever he's having you know all these like meetings and shit yeah like you're, you're having all like, these meetings with this real estate agent that you've been on you have a little bit of a dating past with maybe this guy's having a fucking midlife crisis man He's just trying to be like, yo, I still got it. Yeah, bro, man. A lot of people having midlife crisis up in here, bro. Last episode, all the issues were all people in their 30s, mid-30s. Why was it? Yeah, everyone just losing their fucking minds. I don't even, what is a midlife crisis? I don't even know. A midlife crisis is like when people who are having a midlife crisis are thought to be struggling with their own morality. And somewhere during midlife, they ditch some of their responsibilities in favor of fun. 
That's why the term midlife crisis often causes people to picture mistresses in sports cars. <laughs> oh, so yeah, you could be having midlife crisis. <laughs> Sick definition. <laughs> Have you had a midlife crisis? Huh? Have you had a midlife crisis? Uh, no. I think I th- you're having one with mm. this podcast and shit. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you think this is a midlife crisis? <laughs> yeah, baby, this podcast is a midlife crisis for you. Really? <laughs> you're trying to stay young. Oh, maybe. No, no, I'm just joking. I'm like, I'm cutting this out. <laughs> this guy's right. This guy's right. <laughs> this guy's right. <laughs> I feel like everyone's just out there fucking freestyling it, man. Yeah, man. Everyone's out no there. No one knows what the fuck's going on. No, 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 no. Except this fucking real estate guy for sure knows what's going on. Who? <laughs> this guy, yeah. yeah. This guy that hired this chick for sure knows. He's getting the best deal without weight. <laughs> What is wrong with you, pal? say the last part in a deeper accent right <laughs> best deal without weight hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. I just call Girk. Yeah. Girk will sell your house without weight. Yeah, and he'll sell your house without the fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm in second year. Okay, so I don't know what to say about this like submission, but I just uh-huh. have a story to tell that I shared on the live that yeah. I thought was really funny. Okay. Hey, Coach B, I'm in second year university and almost all my friends are in relationships or have been on dates or been kissed. I haven't even held hands with a guy and I'm almost 21. I feel like the fact that I'm brown in a majority white school and city plays a major part. I'm never hit on and I get rejected by whoever I ask. It really has brought my self-esteem down seeing my close friends go on dates and be in relationships while I binge watch Korean shows 24-7. What? <laughs> Why are you watching Korean shows? Korean shows are the best. Have you started watching Squid Game? <laughs> yeah, I finished it. Is it good? You finished it? Yeah. Is it? You like it, right? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Fucking sick, right? But anyone that is gonna go watch it, don't listen to the hype and go just watch it, because everyone's like fucking like making it seem like it's like this un like it's a it's good. Yeah. It's not like the un- unbelievable changing the world of fucking. Yeah, I've definitely seen better TV shows, but like it's still as in recent years, it's like. It's just like, yeah, it's, it's like the next, like, you know, when the fucking Lion King, not Lion King, what's his name? Tiger King. Yeah, Joe Exotic. Yeah. Like that hype. It's like that, you know? Yeah. And But now, like, would I go back and watch Joe Exotic again? Probably not. Yeah. But maybe the Squid Game, if they would continue it on, I actually might watch it. Yeah. But it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, watch it. Anyways. Okay, I don't know what to say about this. Like, that fucking sucks. But um, don't that? feel bad. A lot of brown people that are 21 have never done anything, oh. so it's fine. That's, yeah. like, normal for us. We're all fucking, like, behind on life when it comes to this shit. I was telling this story about how like uh, I was like yeah but it's maybe because you're in a majority like white school white city you, yeah. you can't really compare yeah because Gore just jumped the gun on on fucking everything right like yeah. I remember when I was in grade eight yeah in junior high I had these two like Gorean friend yeah right and one day after school I went over to one of their houses so it's me and two of these like 
Gordy's. While yeah. we were hanging out, two guys came yeah. to her house, right? Yeah. And her mom was like working or whatever. So like no parents were home. Mm-hmm. And two of these like white guys came. And one white guy sits on the couch with one of the goodies like mm. where you are yeah. and i'm sitting where i am right yeah. and she's like in his lap they're under the fucking blanket like doing fucking i don't know what the fuck yeah. right <laughs> then the second <laughs> one is in the backyard on the trampoline yeah. making out with that white guy yeah. right and i'm fucking sitting there by myself <laughs> biggest fucking daddy <laughs> mustache <laughs> and i'm just like sitting there like this awkward fucking like whatever grade eighter i don't know how old i was i'm just like in grade it's awkward fucking like brown girl yeah and like these two white girls are like making out with these fucking guys i'm just sitting there like (laughs) okay fine there's just 21 though relax i know but i'm just saying (laughs) like it's not like yeah it's not the end of the world it's whatever it's a little bit different because it's a little bit different if you're in an all brown community like community like you meet people that you can relate to that can relate to your family like, <laughs> yeah relate to these fucking brongas <laughs> yeah these dirty situations and stuff like you know what i mean like i can understand how it could be hard in a majority white city and school for you to like relate and connect to people 100 percent. yeah obviously it's hard so. especially if you're when growing up you're in your awkward stages and stuff like that yeah don't trip about it man it's fine yeah you'll be fine <laughs> are you trying to think of something <laughs> me no for what i am I was gonna say, I don't know, I was gonna think of something with the tagline. What tagline? Without Victor. Oh. No, no, this chick is waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This chick is waiting. been waiting. <laughs> She's been waiting. Confession I dated my first boyfriend and he cheated on me. Then I dated my second boyfriend and he cheated on me. They both cried and begged for another chance. Now I'm playing them both at the same time. <laughs> Why? They what? Give, they give me everything I want. An eye for an eye, this shit. <laughs> an eye for an eye. Yeah. They, they give me everything I want, and I will leave them when I find a better man. LOL. Revenge is the sweetest joy. Next to getting pussy. Oh my god. <laughs> what are these people doing over here, man? I don't know. This is ripped though. If you think about it, at the end of the day, right? <laughs> I can't even hate. No, but this is what I was saying because I read this on the live, right? I just feel like, why are you stooping to these? cheaters levels and then you're still saying that you want to find a better guy why don't you just be the better person the better person and then just you can find another better person i don't know but you know they are, their own. it is some kututria, but it's 100 percent some kututria for no fucking reason yeah it is a little unnecessary <laughs> right they both yeah they both cheated on you so now you're cheating on them with each other <laughs> right is that what it is i don't know yeah that's what it is yeah <laughs> she did some fucking inception shit yeah you don't have to worry. You just don't worry about that shit. Just do you and you can find someone who's better than both of these people. Instead of stoop, stooping to the cheaters level. Yeah, now you're all just fucking all cheaters. Now you're all in the same fucking yeah. boat. There's a bunch of cheaters dating each other. <laughs> <laughs> what else would you expect to happen, right? <laughs> they cheated on each other. All good. Thank you for listening to the podcast. <clears throat> I appreciate you. Hi, Coach B. My boyfriend goes on a lot on a lot of boys' trips. He shaves his legs, chest, and <laughs> arms every time. Is this sus or normal? No, man. It's not sus. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I don't think it is. Like, legs is a little extreme. <laughs> legs? That's what I was saying. I was like, okay, arms and chest I've seen. Yeah. That's normal. Yeah. Legs? Leg? That might be a little bit extreme. I don't know. It's just trying to be fucking damn Vazarian or something. Fully fucking hit. Not a single fucking speck of hair on his body. <laughs> 
why for just vacation what about like just if you're in your own city in the summer you just have hairy legs yeah but you're going to mexico just fucking all right then <laughs> but you're a lot down like what who cares man what <laughs> like what i don't get it man because yeah. then where do you stop you must be going all the way then so you're fucking shaving oh, your whole body yeah. Yeah. where do you stop yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna have like a sh- <laughs> right where the fucking mid thigh you stop shaving just hair from there up <laughs> Yeah, if you shave your yeah. leg, you gotta go all the way yeah, up. Yeah, so he's completely hairless. <laughs> I need to know. I need to know the map of where he stops shaving. But yeah, I don't think it's sus. I also don't think it's normal. Huh? You don't think it's normal? I don't think shaving your legs for no, guys no, no. Is normal. Yeah, shaving your legs—that's sus. That <laughs> in its own, like everything else is whatever, man. Sometimes you know, fuck it, hold on, you fucking trim your arm, just that, fuck it, who cares, right? Yeah. But that's. That's just one step too far. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's sus enough to be like suspicious about something though. Yeah. Maybe he just likes to, you know, have a certain look when he's in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> who the fuck this is trying to be. Yeah. Vatos locos. It's not sus. It's just like, it's just a little weird. But not, nothing to be like not sus Not weird about. in the sense that he's out there doing something. Weird in the sense that he's shaving his legs. Yeah. Just that. Okay. Hey coach, I matched up with this girl on Bumble and we have been talking for about three months now. She always brought up meeting up when we first started talking, but we didn't meet up until about two months after because she was always busy. The meeting went well and we agreed to do it again. We talk every day and she will snap me a couple times daily. Every day, no, every time I bring up meeting again, she will either glance, glance over it and say, yeah, sure. And leave it at that. It has now come to the point that even though I enjoy talking to her on the daily, the fact that she is so non-committal on meeting is frustrating. I'm not looking for a pen pal. I would like someone I can take out and spend time with. Do I bring it up or give give it some time? Give it some more time. P.S. We only talk on Snapchat. I've asked her if she prefers that or calling. She said she prefers Snap. We're in our late 20s. Okay. She's 100% fucking cheating <clears throat> on someone else with you. <laughs> A hundred times she cheated. She only met up with this guy once. I don't care. She's cheating. She. Just, okay. What chick doesn't give you the number? Just if she says, "Just snap me," and you're I in think, your late I think anyone twenties. I I don't think it's a girl. Or like I think anyone who's on Snapchat in their late twenties that's talking to a guy or a girl mm-hmm. is not. Ser- she's not serious. There's mm-hmm. no. You don't need to give it more time. It's already been three months, and she's not even like she's not even giving you her phone number. It's been three months. And you've been talking on Snapchat. You've already met up once. Yeah. Dude, drop it. Why are you giving her more time? She clearly doesn't want to meet up with you again. She's just keeping you around for fun. Someone to have to talk to. Probably. She's yeah. literally a pen pal. That's yeah. what she's do- doing. Don't. Uh, yeah. So just ask her like one more time. Be like, yo, I want to meet up. And if you don't, like, can we set a time or whatever this weekend or something? And if she says, no, I'm busy, then just be like, okay, you know what? How about you message me when you're free? And let me know. We'll go from there. And just stop fucking responding to her. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I like, think you should just stop, like, slowly yeah. just cut down how much you talk to her. Slowly, slowly, slowly. And then just see if she even makes an effort to try to, like, talk more to you. Talk more to you, yeah. And then if she doesn't, then you know it's, like, whatever. Yeah, like, exactly. You know? And she probably <laughs> just wants to talk to you, keep you as a pen pal for sure. But just only talk to her now in order to make plans, if that's what you're looking for. And if outside of that, she's not having any, like, if she doesn't, if the only, if she's avoiding any topic of, like, meeting up then just just stop responding to her it's fine mm. or just tell her that or that's fucking fine. snoop her instagram see if she fucking has a man he 100 percent already did that probably yeah but who 
who cares man you, you don't even need to get involved in someone who's not trying to like meet up with you no no but just you know i would like to know hey hi coach p sorry but this is a rant why is it such a thing in the indian community to have extravagant weddings like why do we need the same day edit the pre-shoot the instagram worthy photos why is there a need to impress who do we think we are want to be actors or something as you're in the wedding industry do you not think it's becoming over the top now how are people even affor- even affording this when that money can be spent towards something like a house a real attainable asset it has given me literal anxiety just thinking about it and i just think it's becoming too much now what are your thoughts yeah that's fuck. that's i i want to know the answer to that question too <laughs> i don't know what the hell all you fuck, all these chicks are tripping man <laughs> if all these chicks thought like this chick then there wouldn't be this situation man because mm-hmm. it is we all of our shit is over the top man we spend so much fucking unnecessary money mm-hmm. on like the wedding to like please other people mm. oh such a waste of money man yeah you can 100 uh, percent. It, it makes all the sense in the world to go fucking just have like a small tiny like low-key wedding i'm all about the small low-key weddings yeah and then use that money that you would have fucking blown on a wedding on a fucking house or something Mm -hmm. like an actual asset like invest it somewhere but here's the thing is like here's the thing we're fucking full dudes that's what it is (laughs) we just the chicks are all just like i want this like you know it's all following all these instagram this these guys did this dance and they did that dance (laughs) and they are this i want this and i want this type of entrance (laughs) shut the hell up right (laughs) take it to the gordora and then straight home buddy I want fucking pre-wedding shoot pictures, <laughs> one in two, one in the fall, one in the this. I want to go to India and take pictures in the fucking kit. Hey, <laughs> shut the hell up. You fucking, fucking Greg talking over here did fucking 17 photo shoots in India. Yeah, man. I'm fucking in there too. I'm just like a fucking dunger following around. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens, man. This is what happens to the Bande, man. We just get fucking like looped into this. You try to say no, then you're like... Oh, we're only getting married once. What the hell? And you're like, y'all fucking just getting creased around halfway across the world. I think at the end of the day, it's a a personal choice. Yeah. Okay. I shouldn't have any opinion on how someone wants to celebrate their own fucking wedding. Yeah. Okay. So if someone wants to blow half a million dollars on their wedding, they can fucking go right ahead. It doesn't affect me in any way, shape or form. And if watching other people's wedding is giving you anxiety because you feel like you need to live up to that, that's a question that you need to ask yourself. Why? Why do you feel like that? Mm. If you literally don't care about that stuff, you don't have to. Yeah. You can true. just literally take that money and invest it in a house if you want to. You don't have to have a big fucking extravagant wedding and do all these extra over the top things or anything like that. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people think that like even if they don't like if they don't do a big wedding, people are, people are going to talk shit. But at the end of the day, people are going to talk shit either way. They're going to talk shit either way. Either way. And they're only going to talk shit for like a, literally for a week. And after a week, something else is going to happen. Yeah. So realistically, it doesn't even matter, man. It doesn't even matter. You shouldn't care what X, Y, and Z are doing for their fucking weddings. Just worry about yourself. And if you don't want to have a big extravagant wedding, then don't have it. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah. But and I agree with, uh, like, I agree with her points though. Like in, like if you hundred percent, that money is way rather, or it's better, obviously spent invested. So if that's what you want to do, then you go ahead and do that. You should do it. Like fuck what everyone else thinks. But yeah, but as a, a wedding vendor, do I think it's over the top? I don't think it's over the top here in Alberta. Yeah. I don't, I haven't seen it yet, Yeah, but a hundred percent in BC. Yeah. It's fucking over the top. 
Yeah, look, these guys fucking BC. These guys are doing the most out there. Yeah, they're fucking climbing through windows, fucking breaking their bags and shit out there. Right? Breaking their bags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, this guy broke his back for a wedding. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> Literally broke yeah. his back. Yeah. This guy was way too pumped to get into that house, yeah. right? He couldn't do the wait. Yeah, that definitely. He could not wait for anything. I feel like. But it, you know, like the funny thing is, like every single time I talk to a wedding vendor, mm. and I ask them, like, "Hey, like, and if they're like not married," and I, I, I always ask them, like, "What would you do for like your wedding?" Mm. And every single one of them always says, "I want the most low key wedding." Yeah, low key, low key, because we just see all this over the top shit all the time. Yeah, and everyone's just trying to one up each other, and we're just like, "Why?" Yeah, like it makes no fucking sense, it's and true. like. Every single wedding vendor I've talked to has always said that I want a low-key simple wedding. I want the most simple fucking wedding. Yeah. It's crazy. Like nice low-key, right? Just like Yeah, and like the more you're in it, the more you see all the crazy shit that happens and how stressful it is trying to have like a crazy big wedding, the more like I'm turned off by the idea of it. I remember before I started like working in the industry, I'd always think about like what's what my entrance song would be, what my first yeah. dance song would be and all this type, type, type of stuff. And I was sitting there today and she was asking us, she's like, yeah, my DJ's asking like what entrance song? Like I've never even thought about that, right? Yeah. Because it just seems so like theatrical, right? Like entrance songs, right? Like especially at the reception. What is an a good entrance song? <laughs> no, like not even an entrance song. Yeah. Like obviously you do an entrance. But like, you know, some like some people do like the... Uh, you know now the groom's mother and or father and mother oh, now everyone has an entrance yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and then there's like a song plays and the fucking mom and dad come dancing out right and then, then they bring out the fucking bride's mom and dad and they come dancing out <laughs> then they bring out the grandparents they come start dancing out then they bring out the fucking brother sisters and well they're all you know and it's like what is everyone doing like you just walked in and like we'd hope that these people you invited knew you yeah. that you wouldn't need a, your own entrance like hey everyone just to let you know these are the people paying for the shit they're paying for the food they're paying for everything they've been paying for it all week if you didn't know <laughs> yeah. and now introducing mr and mrs fucking without wait everyone just got a little blueberry pack on their fucking table <laughs> as a party favor yeah, man. I mean, what are you gonna do? It's been, oh, in our weddings have been over the over the top since day one. Okay, so yeah. I mean, it's not gonna get any less. And then I think another thing that gives this is the pump hmm. is how the goalie are always like, "Oh, Indian weddings are so sick, right?" <laughs> and this is get so pumped, and they're like, "We have to now make it sick. <laughs> right? We have to make it sick. Yeah. Now we have to. The goalie yeah. think it's sick. We're gonna fucking take it over the top then." Now we have like photo booths, fucking jalebi stands, fucking every year someone's coming up with some new type of Bro, shit. Bro, the biggest thing that Gore, the only reason they say that our weddings are sick is for the fucking open, open bars. Bar, yeah. That's the only reason. Yeah. Okay, here's another one. Hi, Pammy. I'm getting married to my fiance in the next couple of months. Is it normal that he hasn't posted any pictures on social media in regards to us getting married or being engaged? He's usually posting random stuff to his stories, but never anything about us unless i tell him to 32 years old no i don't think that's weird yeah I think man. That's don't normal. force the guy i think it's fucking fine man it's fine man like i don't i i don't think guys are like guys are for the most part are not like like that yeah. they don't like even know to do that type of shit yeah. even like, like even fucking girk i don't think he posted a fucking single thing about his i did after uh, after he like, did, posted like all like the highlight pictures yeah, yeah, and like stuff the week, yeah like a week but after. you weren't posting like oh engaged today no, no, no or no, getting no. married 
T minus ten days. No hell no. Like no man, the guys don't do that shit. It's you're reading too much into it. That's your guys' job, man. You guys post that shit. Like you let all the everybody know. No, yeah. You let all the guys know. You let all the girls. I know. honestly like if I was dating a guy and he was doing stuff like that, I'd be like, yo, chill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, it is kind of cringy. Like maybe <laughs> one post here or there, like what y'all, whatever, right? Like yeah. you know, if he proposed, he posted a picture of like that, like you know proposal or something yeah or something like yeah. that you like, know like that's cool or if he you know he posted i don't know you guys did a wedding or like shoot. you posted yeah. something he reposted it like or yeah whatever. some shit like that yeah, yeah yeah that's like whatever man guys do that but no guy's just gonna go out of his way and be like fucking team on his 10 fucking days till i marry the love of my life <laughs> like blah, blah, blah. Soul me. yeah so and if a guy does that then he was forced to yeah because i think i did that and i'm pretty sure i was forced to <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next submission. Hey, coach, let me start by saying the submissions on your podcast scare the literal shit out of me. When you said you're not the exception, it it really resonated with me. Okay. <laughs> I have a great relationship and I've been with my boyfriend for about five years. We're both in our mid-20s. We never have checked each other's phones, questioned each other when one goes out for the night. Our trust is pretty strong. He usually breaks the bro code and shares his bro boy group chats and friend drama every time something goes down. Anytime he's out with the boys and something crazy does happen, he'll usually text me, I've got tea for you, and we'll dish it to each other the next morning, and I love it. We're both really mellow, but I especially never ask details on what he's doing or where he's going or who he's with, because he always just tells me those details himself. But listening to the stories on your podcast just make my anxiety go through the roof. That submission about the serial cheater or the guy that has, or the guy that was with his wife at a restaurant and saw his tinder hookup or the guy who was takkar but was dating his co-worker just make me sick to my stomach for those poor girls and poor girlfriends and wives i know it's my own insecurities but is it weird that it's made me so much more guarded in my own relationship like maybe i should check his phone here and there or be less mellow and really probe more or am i just being a psycho insecure chick that needs to relax since my relationship is absolutely great but then i think i'm not the exception and it's the same cycle of thought lol Oh my god, you're creating a bunch of crazy people. Time, what are you doing, man? <laughs> what are you doing, man? I'm trying to, I'm out here trying to make people's lives easier. You're just fucking making it difficult. This guy has it all good, right? Fucking doing his thing. Poor, poor guy's probably not even doing anything. People take everything that I say out of context yeah. and always try to apply to themselves when it doesn't fucking apply to you. When I said you're not the exception, I'm referring to people who have the most extreme situations happening and they're ignoring n signs that normal people would see and still thinking that they're the fucking like something great is going to happen yeah, like when all signs are leading to absolutely not if you're in a good relationship everything is fine i'm not saying like that's just normal yeah that, yeah that's normal we're talking about like if fucking you know your fucking man is snapchatting the tim Warren's girl yeah then you fucking might want to take a second look at that yeah. right the exception thing that i talk about only applies to these extreme cases that i read on the podcast and also keep in mind that this is a podcast and it's for entertainment purposes i'm not gonna sit here and read amazing fucking relationship stories yeah no one's gonna listen i'm only gonna read the most extreme of the extremes we want the dirt right people want the tea People don't want to listen to like how great everyone's fucking relationship is. Yeah, look how look how much you love listening to the tea about your boys fucking yeah. your man's boys. Exactly. Yeah, you love it. Just keep in mind that this is an entertainment podcast and I'm going to read the wildest of the wild. 
extreme fucking stories, not normal fucking stories. I'm not reading normal shit, okay? Coach, how do I convince my parents not to get a ring alarm? The ones with a camera on the doorbell that they can see it on their phone app and and rewind on. Like I get home early hours and get dropped off too sometimes from night nights out and stuff. Like we already have CCT security outside of the home, but it's never checked and I have control on it. But the door camera is way too obvious. <laughs> Just tell your parents like, oh, you read some story the how they can be easily hacked by intruders. Oh. oh. That there's like a, just an app you download and you can override the system and tell your parents not to get a scare the shit out of them. <laughs> scare the shit out of them. That's my only advice just to be you. Like, we have the fucking CCT cameras. Yeah. Be like, that's more than enough. I don't know why Disney parents love getting so advanced too, right? Yeah. But the only reason they're even thinking about it is cause, probably because they're onto your shit. <laughs> yeah, they're onto your shit. 100%. If you think they don't know, they know. Meanwhile, I'm getting busted. Fucking dad's looking at fucking shoe prints on the ground and shit. Full on fucking inspector gadget. Yeah, over here. I thought my dad was smelling my toothbrush. Yeah. That's why I knew I was drinking. Yeah, bro, I'm so glad none of this tech fucking shit existed back then. Holy, how much worse would our lives have been if our parents had WhatsApp back in the day? Oh, 100%. oh my. Or half God. the technology. We fucking grew up, motherfuckers. We had dial-up internet. Yeah. Right? The fucking dee, dee, dee. Like the fucking little bell. I'm so glad, wow. man. I'm what so glad. What a ghetto lifestyle. Now it's like anywhere you don't have Wi-Fi in the middle of the road, you're like fucking bullshit. Right? <laughs> yeah. in, in the, the middle uh, of the road? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. In the mountains in BC. Yeah. You're like, you guys don't have reception over here? What the hell am I fucking paying? Yeah. Back in the day, you couldn't even fucking talk on the phone if someone's trying to send a fax. <laughs> what? <laughs> How are these two things even connected? I don't even know. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for this week's episode. Hopefully, you enjoyed it. Make sure you follow Gurk on Instagram at Karnpati Real Estate and you get the best deal without wait. And <laughs> thumbs up. And make sure you follow the official uh, podcast, Instagram at Coach Me Podcast. And we'll catch you guys next week on Coaches Don't Play. Bye.